Champion bachelors Craig and Greg present a myriad of topics centering on relationships and addictions in the positive lights of experience, strength, and hope. Both have struggled with the strongholds of addiction and with relationships that went awry, and both have emerged on the other side, stronger, wiser, and better prepared to become what they once set out to be. You're listening to The Solution. Hey, welcome to The Solution. I'm your host, Craig Dolan. I'm here with Josh, my buddy sidekick for this show. It's going to be part two of the past, present, and future. And uh, Josh, how's it going? Craig, today is tomorrow's yesterday. Ah, yes. Oh, I forgot to mention Craig's on vacation. Still. So. Oh. But yeah, Josh I, is filling in. Missing. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Craig, I want to talk about the present and, and and being having your mind being centered in the present and what's what's good about it and also what's bad about it too um and so i was thinking about how you know the the goal of let's say meditation or or some you know mystical experiences to be in the now you know you're fully awake and you're present in the moment and you're not you're not dwelling in the past and you're not um in anxiety about the future, but you, you're you're fully um, whole and and you're fully um, complete in the now, and I think that's that in some sense that's the goal of of be, uh, of being uh, a person. Mm-hmm. And and from there though, you need to strike a balance because um, you know it, yes, you're complete and 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 you're whole, and there's no place like home. But then, are you going to? That gives you peace, you know, as you said. But then, are you going to strive further, or are you going to remain in the in the now? Mm-hmm. And um, but but the future, you know, is going to happen uh, regardless of what you do. And so, it, we need to, you know, strive for something. We need to to seek something. Otherwise, we'll just get what we're going to get. Oh, absolutely. You know what? Absolutely. You know what? What? There's different ways to do that. Yeah, and I and I think you know very much uh, your attitude um, affects what happens to you, and so and so or the kind of things that, that the opportunities come at you are, are affected by the the lens with with which you um, put on to uh, look at the at the universe, if you will. So I was thinking about um, when I, when I was living with my my stepmom here recently, and um, as roommates after after. Uh, a sequence of events that that found us thrown together again, and so every day my stepmom is this, is a super cheerful, um, optimistic person, and I, I don't know how she she does it. She she just has this way of always like being so chipper and 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 um, looking forward to something. She's just so certain that that today's going to be great and that um, good things are just around the corner, and and she always has this almost obnoxious way of. Of, of cheering me up and uh, or trying to and mm-hmm. and you know for my part I realize excuse me I realize now what I was doing was probably some kind of depression but I thought I was being realistic in that you know um, just being so certain that you know I I sort of know what the outcome of certain things is going to be like let's say she would say well why don't you apply for for this this kind of job and and wouldn't it be great because you know x y and z and then i'd say well they wouldn't want someone like me because you know uh 
here's why. And, and so I would always sort of bring this cynical um, bent to things when, when I'm, you know, interpreting what to do or, or not to do. And I realized like now in retrospect, I see, I was like, I'm shutting off all these avenues. Like I'm closing all these doors when, when I know, um, you know, every fiber of me knows that my attitude is, is going to affect the, the, the manifestations that are going to come at me. And yet here I am like cynically being certain that mediocrity is all that's in store. And I, and mm -hmm. I realized, especially, you know, compared to the way that she's, you know, so cheerful and, and optimistic and really she, a lot of bad things have happened in her life. She has every reason to be mm -hmm. um, cynical and pessimistic, but she does not go there. And she, you know what? She's happy. She's very happy today, mm -hmm. despite all the, the things that maybe she would have wished her life had gone a certain way, but they didn't. And she still remains on the sunny side. And I'm just, I'm in awe of that. It sounds like she has a, possibly a secure attachment style. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, or she's bonkers. She's bonkers. She's wacky. <laughs> she's wacky. She's a bit nutty. No, she's, well, yeah. I mean, she's got that, that, you know, she knows that you have two choices. You either can live life negatively or positively or look at things. You know, she just looks at the negative, the positive slant, right? Yeah. And it's, I don't think I'm looking at it negatively. I think I'm just sort of, sort of choosing this, this mediocre certainty that, you know, oh, I, you know, I, I could, go for the the gusto i could i could i could try and strive and but you know it probably wouldn't work out because because you know great things don't happen to ordinary people and so why should i try and that's really what it really is giving myself permission to not strive right and to end do you think you've reconciled your past i mean really this whole exercise of this part one and two you know the bottom line is have we reconciled our past so too what are we bringing forward uh, since you put it that way, I um, I'm gonna have to look at that again because I because I maybe I thought I had, but um, I don't know where this um, let's say cynicism is coming from, and so it ha it has to be that there's something that I'm something I'm holding on to. I'll have to think about that. Well, I mean it's 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 <coughs> it's definitely worth looking at. I mean we, yeah. we 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 all can do that. I mean it's a it's a journey, right? Yeah, it is. And, but it's, but talking about it, getting it out in the open is the huge part for an individual to do. Yeah. And that and, way they're self-aware, more self-aware of what's going on. Then they can kind of start to dig. And, and I need to, we talked about gratitude and, and um, humility, but and also I, I need to get into my, my, my wonderment, you know, my, um, my sense of awe because life is so amazing and it's so unlikely like all the all the things mm -hmm. that had to happen in the universe for us to to have these to be in these physical bodies and have this chance to to learn this in this amazing yeah. university do you have resentments from your past i think i think there's um there's some things that um i i should i should revisit my the, the peace i've okay. made with some things but i don't mm -hmm. feel a lot of um conscious resentments i can say okay. that yeah. truthfully yeah. Well, we were how talking about, how about yourself. We were talking about, well, no, I mean, sure. I could do another four step. I could redo the whole thing, do another one and catch up to date. Mm -hmm. I feel relatively free, but there's always things holding on. Yeah. Um, 
As far as my attachment style in relationships, it's, I took a test lately. It did give me a secure attachment style. I've had a couple of those. If I weren't there, I would probably be looking at those because they, they permeate not necessarily just the relationship. Those attachment styles permeate throughout everything in your life. So they're going to affect everything in an either positive or negative way. And so it's good to be self-aware and know where you stand in terms of attachment style. Yeah. Um, Use it the nail on the head, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a, that's a big indicator of your, let's say your years one through seven, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Those, those years. That's what it is. It's, it's, I'm, it's fear that I'm, that I'm experiencing and I'm, and I wasn't realizing I was calling it pessimism, but actually what it is, 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 is fear. So fear of, of loss of fear of, of, of gaining something good, be it, be it a success of, or, or self-esteem or, or, or love. And then, and then losing that. I, I think that's mm-hmm. why I, it's so much more comfortable to almost to just choose to not strive and not go out of my comfort so, zone. So are you kind of telling me that you have a uh, attachment style that is more on the anxious attachment? Apparently, apparently I do. Yep. I would have thought that, and then not just in, in relationships, but, but in manifestations, let's yes, say. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. So everything that's, that's good, this will pass, is, I think is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So if anxieties are the future, if a person ruminates on the future and develops a bunch of anxieties, yeah. um, it's fair to say then that the attachment style of anx- anxious attachment does the same. Yeah, I think that I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I know when I was little, I used to be very anxious of public speaking. When I was probably in third grade, my sister would tell me, yeah, you got to get up there and speak in front of the class. She was, she was probably in what? Seventh grade. And I'm like, oh my God, you're kidding me. (laughs) I mean, I got nervous about that. I was in third grade. Oh, for years ahead, you were, I'm like, I got to speak. Yeah. Now I like doing it. I don't care. I'm, Whatever. I love it. But back then, you know, you're a little kid and you're going, oh, man, you know, Mm -hmm. things in the future, you looked ahead. But yes, it was over nothing. The anticipation of things is so much worse than the the thing itself. In your mind, it's there's so many mind made things that pop up that these little landmines are. They're not true. They're just the mind made things. We have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's very interesting that way. Yeah. And, you know, and two, also, it's like a person needs to understand and know, too, that they're healing of different things. When you heal from different things, you're living in the we. Mm. You're living in the we. If you're not healing and you're harbored up inside, you're kind of jammed, log jam, mm-hmm. you're probably living in the eye. Isolating. Isolation. Addicted. Absolutely. And that's not a place you want to be because it's a disconnect. Could you be more specific about what you mean there? Well, it's kind of funny. Like with we, I never really knew. I never really thought of that concept ever until roughly about 2011. And um, that's the time when I got in trouble. Got arrested last time I got arrested. So I quit drinking and went into AA. And that was a big concept there. The power of we you know, versus the power of I. I pretty much had been living in 
I, for a long time, I was one of these guys who didn't, had a hard time asking for help. But I really learned the power of we, and it's basically, it's just living your life with others in there. You get a heck of a lot more done, right? Does I mean you're like a loner? I, yeah, I, like isolation. Alcoholics, drug addicts tend to do a lot of isolating. Right. They they can, you know. Um, You know, but, but. To have that balance, you know, you would, you'd have the proper amount of I, you know, and we. You know, I is basically yourself. We is when you're doing things with others. So you might want some, let's say, solitude, but then ultimately, what, you want yeah. to connect with? Solitude is healthy. You know, just hanging out by yourself, doing whatever. That's, that's healthy. And then there's times when you're just, um, I want to do things with others. Or let's say you're in a project and you're stuck. You're stuck in that project. How are you going to get out of it? Well, quite often is you might bring somebody else in. Collaborate. Collaborate, yeah. So, so the power of we is, is very, very good if you want to get more done in life. I know that. We're built that way, to be yeah. connected to one another in different ways, you know, through love. Love is the main thread that goes through our lives. And, and right next to it is being connected, Right. Yeah. And when those things are shut off, we're, we're walled off from them, uh, not such good things can happen. Realize you're, you know, you're hiding, like you're hiding from love. You're hiding from God. Yeah. I think. Yep. You're holding Which yourself is, hostage. Yeah. You know, and, and you're, you're calling, <laughs> you're holding yourself hostage. Yeah. Yeah. That must be. There's some kind of penalty for that. There's, there, there's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a, so, um, it's so good, self-defeating, um, yeah, you know, when I I used to think I was an introvert or or that I was a loner, but the, you know, when I the day I gave myself permission to admit that I I need people and I and I love my friends, just just how wonderful that is, because mm-hmm. you know, people people are where it's at. You stayed with us this far, and that shows commitment, proving you possess the trait required to obtain the solution. Now let's rejoin the show already in progress. Resentments were huge in my life to get rid of. I gave myself the best birthday I ever had on June 14th, 2011. I had a bunch of resentments on paper. These were, I was doing the 12 steps at the time. Ah. I went and gave them, told them to somebody. And I, where I was the problem too. I see. You know, that's in step four, column four, where you're the problem. But those steps, those 12 steps, it allowed me to give, to get rid of those resentments. That was the biggest day of my life. Those had become like, like weights dragging, dragging you down. Maybe you're like, yeah. Big balls on my feet shackled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Resentments are, they're a bad deal. They can, if you have a lot of resentments, listener out there, gosh, my, I would just encourage anybody and everybody just to get rid of those darn things and there is a way to do it right pen and paper i see and then but then you said t- t- talking to people perhaps. yes my sponsor said you got to go to the person that you have all these resentments with but in the same tone you got to own up to all where you played a part of in those resentments too did you tell the person that part too or did you yeah oh i told everything what if, everything now if, if they're not available 
the person's not available, let's say, they're still... You still write them down, you give them to God. Yeah. I personally, you know, my Savior is Jesus Christ, so God, but if, if somebody's out there and they don't have, that's, you know, you go to your higher power, I say. Right. And you pray about it and you give it to them. Yes. You know, and then um, you're free of them. And you'll notice throughout your life how they keep freeing up and you'll understand the process. When God's in the equation, he fills in the blanks and he takes care of, he's looking over the situation. He understands your heart. You know, you might do things a little bit wrong, but if you're trying to do the best you can, like with resentments, writing them down and yeah. doing all that, he, he lords over that and he takes care of it for you. And when I when I gave him, I mean, a half hour later, I was I felt like I was a hundred pounds less, That's and it just kept getting better and better, and it opened up where I could love too. I see. Resentments just they can bury people. You probably thought you were you, you didn't know that that was what was was holding you no, back. Not until at all. You, yeah. Not at all. Not until I got into, you know, it'd be like AA and the twelve steps. Those resentments, it's like. Um, Resentments keep you from being at peace with the past because when when, when you resent, it's it's like fixing that negative emotion on a moment in time or on a person or on a um, an idea, and then you never it will never change after that because when you when it's a resentment, it's just it's sort of like a fixed point that mm-hmm. I think becomes um well, you know like a like a wound or a stigma on your. Re- Mm-hmm. On your being, and you ha- you have to get past those, or you have to get rid of them. For me, resentments were standing in the way of me becoming a person of we, okay, or a person of I. There was a big wall in between I and we. I didn't understand we. Okay, you were. You were I, I, I was. I was Lone Ranger with my own horse, trying trying to fight whoever with no bullets or nothing. You know, it was just me against everybody. And but right. then once you can. Get rid of that wall in your mind, things start to flow. Here comes Tonto. Yeah, here comes Tonto. <laughs> hop on. But what resentment's like builds a wall inside your mind. Yeah. And you can't get past it. That's that's very vivid, yeah. But that's... once once you can knock down the bricks of that wall by getting rid of your resentments, by writing them all down and work a little process, you know, with God or whoever's your higher power. Once you can do that, things start to flow. I, I agree so wholeheartedly. I, that's 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 actually. I, I found not quite um, in a relationship. You know, when when um, a disagreement or or something that's not communicated um, go goes on um, as such, it be, it becomes a resentment, and then and then it's resentment that i think then can even turn into contempt let's say and and when you have resentment and contempt in a love relationship you just love love can't exist um and, and it's it's the death of right it's the death of of trust and and of love and when, when when you resent someone it's it's the it's a lack of communication and a lack of um a lack of connection and so it it has to go yeah, it's like it's like taking your garbage out in your house. Now, if you haven't taken the garbage out in your house for a long time, a year, the mm. place is going to start stinking. <laughs> I mean, let's just figure that one out pretty easily, the right? Stink of the past. Basically, it's like you know, getting all the clutter, the garbage, uh, washing the floors, um, getting the place looking, smelling better. 
Hmm. And that basically, that's what it's doing to your mind. Yes. And because that way it allows things to come into your mind, the spirit. It allows fresh air to enter your mind. It, it, that way it's open. Well, I like that. Or how about you, you turn it, the, the garbage becomes compost, and then yeah. from, from which you see a, a new flower begin to, oh, to grow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or it's just... <laughs> maybe maybe it's a little corny. Though. The green, yeah. green grass, you know, plush fields. Yes. But be- prior to that, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a junkyard with um, old things from the past. Mm-hmm. Cluttered your mind. The, it was a junkyard with junk cars. Yes. And junk, junk things. It cluttered your mind from the past. And those things were from the past. The resentments and also pre- prejudices that the, the things you you were certain you knew certainties you had that um, turn out to be that that your mind isn't um, maybe it's a new topic but but your mind is not um, open enough your mind was not um, the beginner's mind in, in the present so right you're, you're mired in the past exactly exactly it allows you to it allows you to shift your mind it's like a car you got to put it in gear. Ah, right. You got to shift, and you got to go forward. That's true. And allowed you to move to the future. It allowed you to to start setting goals. It allowed you to start with that fresh mind to live a life as you should live it. You 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 said it perfectly, though. Oh, I did, did I say something? I think you did. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> someone someone said, "Well, it's a bit corny as as usual, but uh, yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. We must live in the precious present." Is there a way to to break out of the you know the the present where we're stuck in and ruminating about the past and anxiety of the future? How can I how can I use well, the present to you know get get where I want to go? Well, I mean, there's different ways. I think one of the top ways is um, self talk. Ah. You know, talk. How do you talk to yourself? How do you what do you manifest into your life? Okay. You know? A good thing to observe your thoughts and your words that speak to you. You know, you speak to yourself because what and what and like, um, okay, like your stepmom choosing to be more po- positive, choosing and- to be more positive. Yeah. And um, when there's a negative situation, make it into a positive. But sometimes you got to live in reality, though, too. Right. You need to live in reality because just because something's negative and you talk negative, there's a solution. Okay. I remember there's always a solution. Plus. Challenges are lessons. We got to understand too that the valleys in life, the dark valleys. Yeah. They are the pre-road. They, they are what we learn from. Right. The you challenges know, that so, make us strong. Yep. Challenge, fall- yep. And the comfort zone. Leave the comfort zone. Right. Pack your bags and leave. Because comfort is a is a trap. Comfort, the only, yeah, the only feel good of comfort food is macaroni and cheese, and I love it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, the comfort zone is okay for a bit. Yes, but it's you okay. got to pack your bags and leave. You got to go on a journey. Yes, you have to because that's number one. It's it's the biggest exercise for your brain. It's getting out of your comfort zone. But what that'll do is it'll spurn you into the future. Write some goals, do what you got to do, but you have to do some things. Because you realize that's just hiding, uh, ultimately. It's okay to be comfortable, but then after a time, 
you need to evolve. Yeah, or, well, that's or, or die. It, so. It's the only way you're going to gain in life. Yeah, growth, growth. It isn't going to happen in your comfort zone. Your growth as a as an individual, as a man, is going to happen when you're on the road. So when you are out of your comfort zone. So then, can we can we manifest? Can can we can we um, write down wh- what we wish to achieve, or can we can we close yeah. our eyes and and, and pre visualize what you can meditate over it you can meditate what you want to achieve you can bring it to you that way you can um you just don't do the negative self-talk and you don't you you, oh here's an example so easy to go here's an example here's an example okay you turn a birthday okay you turn and and all of a sudden you're like oh man i'm old i'm old i don't i felt funky even saying that right there i see when people that say that they're old and they can't do this that yeah, you're sabotaging yourself so much. Or I feel my arthritis in the morning. And yeah. I, say, I say, I'm old just as a joke. But no, no. you just you I don't say want, you're yeah. young and you're going to whip it and you're going to do it. You know, that's where it's at. Well, because the, the mind has along. such a way. And then you manifest these things because it puts you on a different level. Yes. You want to put yourself on the right level that you need to be on. You're not going to get there by calling yourself names or saying that you're this or that. No, we have to be co-creators. I, I think. With, I mean, in all humility, we we we're part of, we're part of the becoming. We're part of the I am. You know, the yeah. the, the universal, the, the the creative force is is within us too. Yep, and and no, oh yeah, and to if you're feeling a bad day or something, you don't sit and cry about it. You go and help somebody. I love that because it pulls you out of your I and into your we. You go help somebody that needs help. Yeah, you're not. You're not. We're not um, islands. We're we're peninsulas. No. We're supposed to be connected. Yes, we're isthmus. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> well, this has been a, a great show, part two, and uh, I enjoyed it yesterday. I really and enjoyed, enjoyed it tomorrow. Yes, I've really enjoyed your openness on this show too. Thanks, I appreciate I mean, you. That's uh, that's, uh, that's good stuff. So. Well, for the solution, uh, listener, love you. Thanks for tuning in. And for Josh and myself, uh, I say uh, goodbye until next time. Take care. This concludes this episode of The Solution. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to check out our next episode. Send your questions and comments to Craig2042 at gmail.com. That's Craig with a C. Until next time, good luck and goodbye.